Welcome to Coffee, Things, and Happy Hearts. This week with Tommy and Amy, we are going to be talking about grace and what it is to be restored. We're so happy you joined us, so grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's get it started. Um, Tommy, how are you this week? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. Just getting ready for our Easter holiday, celebrating Jesus. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of churches and families are trying to get their haircuts and get their dresses and shoes and get prepared. And um, I know on this side, we're all trying to get our lives together and get ready for Easter. How about your family? You know, we, uh, today's Thursday and uh, we just wrapped up our school week. So we're ready to sit down and focus on the weekend. Excuse me. And, um, I think we've got, I don't know, our, my house does not lack in dresses. If you've met my girls, you understand that. Um, so I think they've got a special dress they've got planned. Um, and yeah, we're getting ready. We actually, um, we like to do communion as a family on Good Friday. So I was in the grocery store the other day and I'm staring at this end cap of like all like Jewish food and like snacks it was all in Hebrew and this lady walked by and just kind of gave me a second look and I thought oh I think I'm looking really hard at these crackers but I was trying to like we don't need a hundred of these crackers you know there's four of us um, so I was like trying to find like a small package of the crackers and then I was looking at the price of the juice and I was like, oh my goodness, like I don't actually need kosher, like, you know, like I, I'm just trying to observe in remembrance and all this. So it was just kind of funny. Um, a little, like, I just shook my head at myself. Like I am overthinking this one. And so, but anyway. Well, especially like. It's just me. <laughs> like, so I don't have kids and stuff to share a communion with. So I've been in the same position. Like, there's one package of crackers with 500 crackers. Like, I don't need 500 crackers, you know? So I try to buy the smallest pack, the cheapest pack that I can find. And it's like it's a lot. You know, it's a lot. It's like next time you uh, go to church, like grab a handful of the individual cups and crackers uh, and stuff in your purse. Just kidding. It's, it's, funny that, it's funny that you say that though, because true church kid problems on this side. I was cleaning out my purse the other day and found an empty communion cup <laughs> shoved down <laughs> in my purse. And I was like, where in the world did this thing come from? I mean, it was empty. I, I, I'm guessing it was used and it didn't leak out, you know, but... I, I thought it was funny. That's true church kid problems. Just looking around, finding empty communion cups around your house or in your car or in, in your personal thing. Right. That is so funny. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we're getting ready. We're Our church is doing Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames uh, starting tomorrow night. I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or actually, I can't remember the exact dates, but... Um, so we, our church is gearing up for that and the girls, my, my girls are, um, auditioning for a kid's play at the children's church. So that's all 
going on this weekend. So yeah, um, haircuts wise, you know, we've got that covered. My youngest daughter cut her own hair. So, you know, we, we got, we're ahead of the game. We got our hair cut, <laughs> but she already has a plan for lighter on her life, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> your little hairdresser. So. Wow. And that, that play at the church is actually a very good play. I've seen it before. Of course, not at your church, but um, like when I was younger, that's it's a really good play. So that'll be exciting to, to watch for sure. Yeah. I have never seen it. So, but yeah, we're excited for service and I think... Um, my family just here at the house will start getting back into like a Friday night worship night. Um, we're seven weeks into having a newborn, so we're, I think he's officially not considered a newborn anymore. So, <laughs> um, we got to get back into the swing of, swing of things again, but yeah. But you know, I was thinking about something. Speaking of kids, we're doing uh, like a little devotional every night of Easter week leading up to the Resurrection Sunday. And then um, I let my girls, we like Superbook in my house. I don't know if anyone else likes Superbook or their kids, but I actually learn quite a bit. You know, sometimes I need things watered down (laughs) so that I can grasp it or like... You know, I'm on the milk level some days on comprehension. But um, we were watching Superbook about when Peter denied Jesus. And Jesus is so honest with Peter and in a gentle way. And I, I like how they portrayed it on Superbook. Kudos to super book producers and writers, but, um, you know, sometimes when we read, or for me, when I read scripture, sometimes I'm, it's just black and white, just read, 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 and the humanity of Jesus gets lost, you know, like, he loves Peter, and he, like, but yet he knows, you know, you've, have you seen those, um, those sayings, like, on, seen them on Facebook, where it says, Jesus knew what Judas would do, and Judas still ate at the Last Supper. Like, he ate, too. Like, he just included. Anyway, Jesus knows what Peter's going to do, but he just sees his, like, passionate love. Mm-hmm. And I will die. I will die with you, Jesus. And he's like, no, Peter. <laughs> before the morning comes, you know, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny that you even know me three times. And just, like, delivering that truth and love. So, I'm sitting there listening. Like, yeah, that was really just an empathetic Jesus voice that whoever does the Jesus voice on Superbook. Great job. But um, then later, you know, after the resurrection and they're having breakfast on the beach, Jesus asks Peter if he loves him. Three times. And I just had this light bulb moment, and I'm sure all the Bible scholars out there listening already know this, but as many times as Peter messed up, 
by denying him, he, Jesus restored him. And I thought, man, I think like, what love is that? That no matter how many times we mess up, no matter how many times, oh, we should have said something this way or not said something or did something, Jesus restores us. And I think for me this weekend, that's just something I'm really focusing on is that restoration through the resurrection. So that's another thing for the weekend that, that I'm just pondering on on personally. So Wow, that's so good. And I think what's even special about that as you saying, um, when Jesus, you know, he lived out what he taught. So when they were about how many times should we forgive somebody? And he was like, what was it, seven times seven? And so Jesus did, you know, he practiced what he preached, you know, like, you know, we've all had a friend or I've had friends betray me and I've confident that probably you may have too and, and or family and like, that's some hard stuff, you know, especially like when you see that intimate, deep relationship between Jesus and Peter and how Peter was so brash, like we all are, mm-hmm. you know, at times like, Jesus, I'll, you know, I'll do anything for you. And then he wakes you up at three in the morning to pray, but I won't do that. <laughs> you know, like this song, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. You know, and it's just like seeing Jesus live out what he would teach and then applying it to like our lives today about how we judge people, but we're just as guilty mm-hmm. um, by either not forgiving our friends or like not being obedient to what he would have for us. And yet still, like you said, he's con- his, his love and his forgiveness is so constant, you know? And, you know, there's always gonna be consequences to our actions. If you have a good action, you'll probably have a good consequence. If you have, you know, bad action, then you'll probably have bad consequences. So it doesn't really take away from the consequences necessarily. But it does talk about, like, I think it's in Psalms maybe, um, about how he doesn't always treat our sin as we so deserve, you know? And so, like, when he just simply forgave Peter and that, that beautiful grace and then how it's still available to us today, like, I, I love that. I love him so much for that. Like, just that forgiveness. And then he literally lived out and practiced what he preached. <laughs> right. Well, and that's you know? exactly like, that makes me think, like, he was the word made flesh, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so I just can't imagine, like, seeing that in real life, you know, like, from Peter's point of point of view, you know, and then becoming one of the examples, you know, but that makes me also think of, um, Psalm, uh, where it says as far, like, as far as the East is from the West, he's removed our transgressions from us. And like, it's so easy for me to look at it in a, in a, like in a receiving, um, lens of, Thank you, Jesus, that you have removed my transgressions from me. And, and, but what about from the giving? Like, you know, like, are we holding things in our heart that other people may have done? Or, um, have we not, you know, because he's our example of compassion, of grace, um, of forgiveness. And, like, 
just really just searching my heart in that manner. But I'm going to pull up that scripture just because it's so good. Um, <laughs> do you mind if I read that? Oh, go ahead. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Jump on down. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west. So far has he removed our transgressions from us. Anyway, it's just so good. I And when his word becomes alive in us, and so good. Mm-hmm. And, and now, it, you know, now it's like put back on us because <laughs> we're called to be examples of him and that grace. And so, like, how is our forgiveness factor when someone does this wrong, you know? Or we could, it's, I think it's amazing, and I, I'm not talking about anybody else myself, because, like, I expect God to forgive me, like, as soon as I say, you know, like, God, I'm sorry, let's keep it moving, you know? And I, I expect that from him because I've learned that he, he will forgive me, right? But then when the when it's dropped in my lap, <laughs> like when you know when an offense is done against me, am I so quick to forgive? And sometimes I'm not, you know. Oh. I just thought of a conversation we had earlier today. I did not think about that when I was talking about that. <laughs> Amy, uh, Amy holding her grudges. No, I'm just kidding. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, have I ever made Amy mad? <laughs> oh, nope. I would know it. <laughs> I'm not that graceful. <laughs> not that graceful. Lord's still working. I'll be Jesus be a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just that's a beautiful scripture though, talking about like as far as the east is from the west, you know, and and what is it they say that um like you can travel north or south and then wind up always going like if you're traveling north you'll always wind up going south, but the east will never touch the west or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, if you start going east, you'll continually go east or west, but north and south, like, you eventually, and that makes sense, I guess, if you're going around the mm-hmm. world, you yeah. know, you'll go south at some point, but that's good. I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't know, that's, that's what I had on my, in my head today and on my heart is, you know, and how many times do situations get thrown at you when you have the opportunity to be that Christ-like 
believer in that, like, display of love and compassion. And how many times, for me, do I just, like, if I don't give myself time to sit back, process, and then I, I usually end up messing it up or, you know, not, not representing as well as I could have, you know, the gospel of Christ. So I think, I don't know, that just puts me in another position of humble thankfulness, you know, just I'm grateful that, that the world is not leaning upon me the whole time and that I can mess up and that he will restore. Absolutely. And that that is good. It is just, it amazes me because, like, Peter was so brash. Like, he jumps up and cuts cuts the guy. You're all, you know, Jesus is all the time like, calm down, Peter. (laughs) You know, like, slow down, Peter. And I think Peter's heart was always, I think he was very, he had a religious spirit. I do think that. Um, But in all honesty, his heart was in the right place. He just didn't know. Like, it's almost like, my nephews are wild, and I told my mom, I said, I hope they never lose that wildness, but you gotta learn to shape it, right? Like, because you can't have them out here being grown, breaking the law, you know? <laughs> but then again, you know, you don't want them to lose that, like, tenacity. Because God created him, yeah. Peter was, you know, like, he was wild. <laughs> he was a fisherman, you know, like, he'd, he'll cuss you out and he'll to pray for you, you know, like, that was who he was. And Jesus was constantly having to just, like, shake that out of love, you know. But it's just, it's so good, that, that forgiveness, though, like, <laughs> how how good God's forgiveness is for us. Really is, yeah. Well, it's been good chatting on this Good Friday Eve, <laughs> if, that's, if that's such a thing. Um, and just really just reflecting back on on the gift that Jesus gave and giving his life for us and feeling that shame and you know I was explaining to the girls that it's not just the physical that he suffered for us but he felt our shame and he felt our separation from God and just uh, really to reflect back on it and just in a in a holy moment and then to move forward and how how we can serve his kingdom so thanks for sharing with me and listening to us you guys um we're glad to be back on and rolling week two in a row we're we're getting there (laughs) so amy would you like to uh close us in prayer sure Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, and I thank you uh, for Tommy and Coffee Beans and Happy Hearts, and we thank you for all of our listeners, and most importantly, we just thank you for what you've done for us on the cross, and not only on the cross, but for living as an example before us, and then raising yourself up from the dead. We just thank you for that, and Lord, we just thank you for your salvation. And God, we just speak to hearts to be open. And Father, if anyone's listening that doesn't know you, that God, your love would just compel them and convict their heart to come to know you more. And Lord, those that do know you, that God, you shape us up. And Lord, let us be an example as you are an example. And we do all these things in your name. Amen. Amen.
Thank you so much for listening. We really enjoy your feedback, encouragement, and prayer requests. Let us know how this week's challenge goes for you. Just remember, as we walk through life together, it's always better with friends. We'll catch you on the next one.